One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. The TalkSport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent a Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Thursday and welcome to yet another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, with the most, if most is, uh, mm, no, I haven't got the most of anything, oh, hair probably, I've got hair and um, cunningness, no, that's not even a word. Anyway, we begin the podcast on The Breakfast Show with Andros Townsend, the Crystal Palace winger, alongside the brilliant Laura Woods and Ali McCoy, chatting about Manchester United and the player they should sign to make them title contenders. I wonder who he's referring to. It's N'Golo Kante. 100% his best position is just in front of the back four. Um, patrolling that midfield, literally like a, like a wall between the midfield and the back four. And for me, he's one of the best players in the world. Oh, he is the best player in the world in that position. Hypothetically, if he went to Man United, it would make them title challengers, not only because they've got N'Golo Kante, but the freedom it will allow Paul Pogba and, and Fernandes to, to do higher up the field. And staying with United during my show, that's Andy Goldstein's Drive Time show, uh, four till seven weekdays, where I was alongside the wonderful Jermaine Pennant, news broke that Donny van der Beek, or Bakey, as I like to call him, is now joining the club. This is how it sounded if you listen through your ears. Breaking transfer news involving Manchester United. They've just confirmed the signing of Dutch midfielder Donny van der Beek from Ajax on a five-year deal. The fee is thought to be in the region of around £40 million, but I can confirm Donny van der Beek is a Manchester United player from this moment. You don't spend £40 million um, putting a, a player on the bench. So and he's a great player. We saw him in the Champions League against against Spurs, how good of a player he is. He scores goals. Um, but I reckon this... <laughs> This could be the way of, is Pogba going? Use the money with Pogba and getting Sancho? Mm-hmm. Donny van der Beek will relieve some of Manchester United's reliance on Bruno Fernandes. That's according to European football expert Andy Brassel. Immediately, he doesn't appear like the sort of player that Manchester United should necessarily be in the market for at the moment, especially um, after the signing of Bruno Fernandes and how incredibly successful that has been. Um, but what we've seen from Van der Beek, um, knowing that he's succeeded really well as one of those attacking late in the box sort of midfielders, but Ajax, um, especially in the Champions League as, as well as in the Eredivisie, is that he's become more versatile um, over the, the, the last little while. Um, last season, after um, Frankie de Jong went to, to Barcelona, he played a little bit deeper in midfield as well. So I think United are looking for those extra legs as well as flexibility because, of course, um, Pogba and Bruno Fernandes um, click together and I, I suspect they'll click together more as they, they play together more. But, as, of course, Pogba's 
had his fitness issues in the last season or so. And also, uh, United have already become very, very reliant on Bruno Fernandes. Now, if they're going to go and try and do something in the the Premier League, if they're going to try and go deep in the Champions League, they are going to need more than two midfielders and more more than two absolute top-class midfielders. And so whether those three fit into the same midfield or there's a degree of rotation, the good thing we, we have with Donny van der Beek is a player who's got that sort of flexibility that he can fit into a number of different positions and he's already got a huge amount of experience at 23 years old. Now, the Real Salt Lake defender Nedim Anua joined Paul Ross on Extra Time to discuss the importance of sport and politics becoming intertwined, particularly in the light of the current civil unrest in the States. Nedim was unhappy about the comments made by the club's owner relating to the Black Lives Matter fixture boycotts. This was his take on the need for social change. I think overall, yeah, I would I would have to say that, and it's, it's a disappointing to say because I feel like the the stance that most people are taking, who are on this sort of, in this sort of position of trying to bring change, is not a stance which takes anything away from anybody, and if anything, it raises up more people. Yeah. But others have their views, and depending on your perspective, like this is the same place now where um, there was the kid who went and shot two protesters, and you would think that's literally like an unequivocal issue where you'd say, well, he's He's essentially a murderer or whatever, but you have people on the other side over here who are saying they get you the guy who's doing in self-defense because somebody came in with a skateboard. You know, and this is a 17-year-old kid with an assault rifle who uh, didn't have, like, he's not from that state and he didn't have, a, and he's too young to have an assault rifle. Yet still, he can still be defended and not just be defended by a few people on the fringe. By We're the president. Like a conservative yeah. base. Yeah, the president yeah. and his conservative base. So when it's like that, as I say, you know, you, the, sorry to keep going on, but the certain things which have happened in 2020, which have, in my opinion, have been grotesque. Yet still, those things have been have still been seen as divisive issues. Maybe some of it to do with the person who's in charge, but the fact is, you know, some people they won't hear. And even if when they see something which is outrageous, they'll still have a different perspective on it, which suits the way that you know suits the political beliefs, even though it's essentially bigger than politics itself. And back now to Andros. This is he praising the work done by Marcus Rashford after the Manchester United striker formed a task force to help end child poverty in the UK. Give that man a knighthood, is what I say. And I think Marcus Rashford as well, he's a trailblazer. Um, He's making other players think, uh, he's making myself think about things that are personal to me and how I can help them moving forward in in a similar way to Marcus Rashford um, has done. So I think it's incredible what he's done, but it's incredible as well the the confidence he's going to give to other players to then um, support their own um, personal, personal wishes that are close to their heart. Time now to hear from the Wolves skipper, Connor Cody, who's been called up to the England squad for the Nations League matches. He spoke about how he found out he got the call-up and whether or not Gareth Southgate had contacted him in the past when he hadn't made previous squads. My guess is no. Actually, I know what Southgate's like. Probably yes. But it's either one or the other. Let's find out. I'll be honest with you, I, I never ever needed that, mate. It was, it was something where he's the national team manager. He's, he's got more important things to be looking at, to be getting on with than, than speaking to the likes of me. It's no problem, things like that. So I, I didn't need anything like that. I just knew... I needed to play well for Wolves and I, and I still need to play well for Wolves as, as long as I'm there because that's something you need to do. So in terms of him speaking to me, he didn't have to because it was something where I know he's got a lot more important things to be getting on with than, 
than speaking to me. But as I mentioned before, the, the phone call the other day was incredible and that's something I'll remember forever. I was actually taking my uh, little boy around to his friends on our estate. We've got like a bit of a pond in the middle of a, uh, our estate and I was taking my little boy there and my phone was going off my pocket. And it was one of them where you're thinking, oh, I'll ring, I'll ring them back when I get home because I had the kids. I, it was like that sort of thing. And then I got the phone out and I had a text saying, got ourselves kids trying to ring you and picked the boys up and I ran back, ran back to the house to my missus. So my little boy missed 10 minutes or whatever it was playing with his friends. So I ran back to the house and said to me, said to my wife that Gareth Southgate's trying to ring me. So she got all excited. So I obviously rang the number back and honestly, it was, it was a phone call I'll never ever forget for the rest of my life because it was incredible. I was shaking and, and like I said, it, it was just an honour to receive it. Do you know what, mate? It's amazing. It's absolutely incredible. I think since from the moment I got the phone call on Saturday, I think it was, it's, been a bit of a whirlwind it's it's an honor to be here honestly it really really is because I think the standard of training and everything is just it's incredible it's everything I thought and more and like I said I'm, I'm massively honored to be here it's amazing for me now on Jim White and Natalie Sawyer they had a brilliant guest it really was a fantastic guest they had the Barcelona front runner to become their president Victor Font that's unbelievable and he reckons that Man City are most likely to secure the signature of Lionel Messi should he leave the Catalonian Giants. We also had callers on drive who didn't want Messi at the Etihad, would you believe? But first up, here's Fonte. What's clear is that, as I said before, what uh, priority for Messi is to play in a team that can compete for the top silverware worldwide and in Europe. The, he wants to win more Champions League. Obviously, uh, Manchester City and Pep are top candidates. Obviously, we need to do everything we can to protect the interests of the club. At the same time, the president himself had been saying over the last months and years that players like Messi, and the same uh, was applicable to Xavi, Iniesta, Puyol, had earned the right to leave the club whenever they want, uh, given everything they've uh, given to the to the club. We've been winning everything over the last 15 years, and that's been thanks to this unique generation, in my view, the best generation that the sport has ever seen. The whole team has to play for him, and if the whole team doesn't play for him, then they won't get anywhere. You've seen it in the uh, Champions League against Bayern Munich. He doesn't what? track back. Why don't you play for him, then? Why don't they play for him? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but... <laughs> I love you. I love you. <laughs> That's a great argument you've, you've brought to national radio, Jono. Jono, I'm all for it, mate. <laughs> You're not a lawyer, are you, Jono? Not yet. I might need uh, one soon, pal. Jono, thanks for that. There's no way we've got more. We no, can't have more. No. It's like Christmas, is it? Hello, John. Hiya, guys. You okay? I'm great, We're okay. Man. We're having a good show, John. How are you? <laughs> Hey, when do I pick him up from the airport? There you go. <laughs> Here we go. Finally, there's one, there's one. I didn't think I would see in my lifetime a finer footballer than Diego Maradona, because I'm sure my age here a little bit. Mm. But I've witnessed it in Lionel Messi. The man's sublime. But I've got to say, you're up on task, on, gentlemen. I'll go and fetch him from wherever. He's brilliant. He's the best. Uh, and he's only enhanced any team in the world, as we all know. Correct. Uh, but you were saying about Phil Foden, how's it going to stop his development? It's not... Phil Foden, guys, again, and, and this is massive accolade coming from me, he is the finest English midfield talent since Paul Gascoigne. He is that good. This is Hooksby and Jacobs now doing what they do best, Monday to Friday from 1pm to 4pm. That would, of course, be coughing and spluttering. Oh, no, other things. We start with the former Spurs and Brighton defender Gary Stevens talking England. What I would like to say about the 
the general makeup of the England squad is that the squad is made up of footballers. There we are. Can't argue <laughs> Good old Gaz. Yeah, yeah, you can't <laughs> argue with that. This is Alan Brazil now with uh, far too many numbers. That's really hurt me, them emails, I'm telling you. Two minutes before 8 o'clock, back tomorrow, four minutes past six. Keep it on 1089, 1054. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was 1053, wasn't it? You always got bad reception when you listened to Alan. It was a slight whistle. Uh, here's Andy Townsend taking a call. Hello, John. You're all right, mate. Hi, uh, Andy. How you doing? Sorry, John, you've been waiting a long time and we've been yeah, trying to get to you. How you doing? All right? Yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. I just need a favour from you, lad. I need to find out if there's anywhere in Scotland, um, anywhere in Somerset that's on the Scottish game. <laughs> Very specific <laughs> request, isn't it? I th- think he found a place in Bridgewater <laughs> that had the highlights. <laughs> George Galloway now to Scotland, introducing a very surprising caller. Let's go to Teresa. Mother Teresa in Motherwell. Really? <laughs> what was she doing? Mother Teresa. I she, she, in Motherwell. she left Calcutta, did she? <laughs> she did a lot of great work in then Motherwell. She went to, it was her best work she went, she went to Motherwell. She had a season ticket, I think, at one point, yeah. Our much-missed former cricket correspondent, the great Jack Bannister, now with some shock news. South Africa bowled out for 108 and Patel, the young off spinner, he's just turned one. <laughs> what, a, what a talent he is for a boy of that age. That's amazing, isn't it? And happy birthday to him. Staying with Jack, here he is outdoing even Henry VIII. Because in nine balls, England conceded more extras than India did in their entire bowling stint. We've already had eight wives. <laughs> Eight wives. <laughs> there we are, outdoing Henry VIII. Uh, here's Terry Christian uh, presenting kickoff with Mickey Quinn and taking a call. We've got uh, Tony, he's a Spurs fan, who's reading. Uh, hiya, hiya, Tony, you're on Talk Sport. Tony. Hello, Tony. And what are you reading? No, I'm in Reading. <laughs> you knew that was coming, didn't you? <laughs> what are you reading, Tony? <laughs> Now, after the seven times, snooker champion of the world, Stephen Hendry, announced he'll come out of retirement. Chairman of world snooker, Barry Hearn, told White and Sawyer that it's in the spirit of players like Hendry that keeps them coming back. When people play sport, they play because they're actually born to play. They have something special inside them, and that never goes away. You get old, you lose ability, you might have eyesight or whatever, but the spirit inside you never goes away. And Hendry, when it, well, I said to him, have a day, have a day, Head Stephen, think about it. That night he texted me, I'd like to apply for a two-year card. That's all I wanted to see, that that flame is still burning, as it does in all great sportsmen. And Snooker is fortunate that we've got characters like Hendry that will be prepared to pay a price to reach a level that he is satisfied with. And when he can't reach that level, he'll be gone. And staying with Stephen Hendry, I managed to convince the Wonder Bairn, that's what he was called when he was playing Don't Ask Me, I didn't make that, to come on my show alongside Jermaine Pennant. This is what he sounded like when words literally fell out of his mouth. I played a bit better in the recent World Seniors where, where I lost um, uh, in the second final to Jimmy. But I played. There was there was times during my first couple of matches that, that I started to feel a bit more, um, you know, like my old self a little bit. And I've been doing a lot of work with um, with Steve Feeney's site, right? Which is which is you know make, making my game feel feel a bit better. So yeah, we we kind of thought maybe next year we'll ask for a, 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 an invitation card or something. But as, as you heard Barry there, um, I mean, as ruthless as ever, he said, "Yeah, yeah, good idea. Let me know tonight." So like I basically had. A game of golf with them was planned to do next year and, and and was sort of made to to sort of decide there and then but um it, it was it was the right thing to do yeah 
Now, would you believe it? The Women's Super League returns this weekend. With that in mind, TalkSport's Anne-Marie Batson spoke to Aston Villa midfielder Emma Follis. 14 years at Villa from the age of nine and then you've had spells at Seattle Rain, Reading and Birmingham and now you're back at Villa. What is the story between you and Aston Villa? Um, they're my childhood club, uh, so I'd do anything for them really. Uh, they're just in my blood and I'm so glad to be able to be back um, where I belong. I've had a great little journey in between and learned a lot, but now I'm ready to be back and to help my club become successful hopefully. Aston Villa won the women's championship on 40 points after the season was curtailed due to the pandemic. Where were you when you heard the news that Aston Villa were champions and and how did you react to it? I was at home yeah and um, it was on Sky Sports and then we had a Zoom meeting that's right we had a Zoom meeting on the computer just like this and yeah we all celebrated together kind of which is a bit weird and a bit disappointing that it was like that but obviously exceptional circumstances is just the way it was but yeah and I was at home crossing my fingers. How much of a stern test will it be for Villa to perform in the WSL? I think it's going to be huge it's a massive step up you've seen a lot of the signings that other clubs have made um, who are prolific players uh, the likes of Samantha Mewis, uh, Rose Lavelle, a few other rumours of other American superstars coming over. So to get to play against those, it's going to be a real challenge, but I think a privilege also. And ourselves, we've made some um, some good signings, some good international signings, and so hopefully we can all step up to that next level. And you can hear this and much more on the Women's Football Weekly Show with Fake or Others on TalkSport 2. That's today from 5pm. Time now to hear from Danny Kelly and Matt Holland on kickoff talking football, I'm guessing, and hopefully not the Bord de France. Oh, I've got a bike! Gareth Bale says he would consider moving back to the Premier League if given the opportunity. The former Tottenham player is currently at Real Madrid, but is out of favour with the Spanish club's boss, Zinedine Zidane. I tried to leave last year. They blocked everything at the last second, so... It didn't materialise, so um, there's been other instances where we've, we've tried to go, but the club won't allow it or they won't, they've done something. So, yeah, I guess it's, it's for the club. He's been criticised heavily, and I've probably been one of those as well, that said he needs to play football. It's no good just, just sitting on, on your backside, sitting on the bench um, when you've got that much talent, that much ability and the age that he is. And for him to actually say, I tried to get out. I tried to go and play football. It's the club that are blocking it. It's not me. It's not Gareth Bale, who's, who's you know, people have said he's picking up his money. He's, he's playing golf all the time. He's not interested in football anymore. Um, for him to actually say, no, I want to play football. You know, I've got still got the desire. I've still got the hunger. Um, because, because you're quite right. Some of those pictures of him sat on the bench look like he perhaps has lost a bit of hunger. He's perhaps lost the hunger at Real Madrid. He wants, he wants out of Real Madrid. He wants to go and play football somewhere else. But for him to actually say that, I, I actually quite enjoyed some of those comments. But that's it for another podcast thing. Don't forget that tonight on TalkSport 2, it's Finland against Wales in the Nations League. That's a 7.45 kickoff. Dan Windle, that's a real name, he's your host. I'm back at 4pm today on Drive, where I'll be alongside Darren Bent, so make sure you join me for that. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein's Talks About Daily podcast out first thing in the morning, so make sure you subscribe so you don't have to go into the thing you go to press download. You know what I'm talking about. Until then, have a lovely day. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport.
The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.